Welcome to the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast, where we remember a time when stacks of cards were held together with rubber bands and Mickey Mantles were put in bike spokes. We hope you will enjoy and reminisce as you come along with us as we tell stories about the baseball cards from the Golden Age of Baseball. We will examine the state of the vintage baseball card market and talk to some of the greatest collectors in the hobby. You won't be hearing us talk about any chrome or shiny cards here. Now, to take you on this retrospective journey, here's your host, direct from the shallow end of the gene pool, my son, Mike Moynihan. Yo and hello everybody, Mike here. Welcome to another episode of the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast. It is 2023. We are moving into the new year pretty quickly and I wanted to do a video I've been planning for a while and it just makes sense to do it here. New year, fresh start, that kind of thing. And one of the questions I probably get asked a lot or the most uh, well, I get asked a lot of different things, but certainly, Mike, how do you learn about all this stuff? How have you gained your knowledge? How have you furthered your, you know, just hobby repertoire? And the answer is time is the biggest thing, but also there are tons and tons of resources out there that if you will just start and read and learn you can gain knowledge relatively quickly time is your best friend but you know it it does take an effort on your part where none of us are just born with this knowledge it doesn't just happen by osmosis and even though you know it's taken me a while to get there maybe i can give you some resources today that'll help accelerate your uh, trajectory of learning. And again, these are all kind of things that that I use that I like. That doesn't mean this is by any means an exclusive list or or all encompassing. There's tons more stuff. But I thought it'd be important to, to share things that I use. Uh, the first thing, this is going to be a little bit more difficult today, if you're listening on podcast. So I will do my best to explain things, but if you have a question or whatever, feel free to reach out to me on anything that I say today on Instagram at Baseball Collector Mike is my handle there. Feel free to ask any questions and I can send links that way or whatever if you're listening on podcast. If you're on YouTube, you'll see everything and it'll make a lot of sense. So the first thing, I know this is going to sound antiquated and a lot of you are like, you know, younger or whatever, but we used to read. <laughs> like reading was a thing back in the day and it wasn't everything online and, and all that. We used to have print books and I, I still use print books to this day. And there's a few that I want to go over with you uh, and show you that are, that are great resources. The first one is from a buddy of mine, Ryan Nolan. He is also on YouTube and it's called Spotting Fakes. And it is a great resource for those of you that are concerned about getting duped or or buying the wrong card or whatever. He goes through 50 fake, 50 of the most commonly faked cards, but it also gives you just a lot of 
great tips and things to look for. Definitely recommend this as a resource for you to go pick up if that's something you're concerned about. So there's, you know, general hobby knowledge and there's specific hobby knowledge, right? And I love learning general hobby knowledge, like, like history, hobby history is very fascinating to me and maybe to some of you as well. And one of the great books that helped me learn a lot of hobby history is called The Bubblegum Card War. And that's by Dean Hanley. This book goes through the battle between Topps and Bowman in the early 50s, late 40s, early 50s. And the history of that and the different sets, it is an incredibly well done book. And I have learned so much about that period of the hobby and what happened and why it happened the way it happened through that book. So definitely something that's, and it's an easy read too, by the way, uh, super easy read. So something that, again, I suggest you look at autographs, man. I, that's probably the where I've made the most hobby mistakes over my hobby career is, is in the autograph world because it's so easy to get uh, faked out to buy something that's not real to, I mean, that the, the knowledge of autographs is w way more intensive what you need to know than on the card side. And so it's just easier to get screwed over. One resource I would tell you, if, especially if you're on Hall of Fame side, is called Baseball Hall of Fame Autographs, a reference guide. And it's by Ron Kirchin. You'll hear a lot of us autograph collectors call him Ron K because he's kind of the foremost authority on this. And he actually, so he actually has two editions of this book. There is edition one and edition two. I, I would suggest getting the second edition because it's just more updated. It's got the newer Hall of Famers that had been elected because the first edition, you know, it's been out a long time. Let me look at the copyright here. Uh, 2012 so it's a decade old and a lot's changed a lot more guys have been elected to the hall of fame the second edition is from 2018 so it, it's a much more um, updated version of that both are great if you get either one you're not going to be disappointed but i i would go for the second edition and I'm glad I have them both, and it's it's just a place to go, and it tells you what to look for, the autograph, how it should look. It gives you examples of those, what they should look like, things, how they're faked, items that are highly faked, etc. It's it's just really really good. And then on the vintage side, um, man, <laughs> I think every collector should have a version of the standard catalog of vintage baseball cards on their desk. And it covers basically from the very beginning, 1863 to 1980. So that's what they consider vintage. This is a publication that came out, I want to say every few years. Um, it doesn't really matter which edition you get. Uh, the only thing that would be different really are the prices. But what this does is it gives you pictures and examples of each set. It gives you a little write-up on each set so that if you, 
oh man, what is this card? And you can kind of start figuring it out and learning about that set. It, it's just a great reference guide, kind of the vintage Bible that I would say, if you're a vintage guy, you should have one of these, no matter what year it is, it would be helpful to you, I think. And you never know when you're going to need this stuff. Now, all the resources that I'm giving you guys are not vintage exclusive. They, they would apply really to just sports card knowledge in general. So whether you're a modern guy, ultra modern, vintage, whatever, all of these things can be helpful to you. Next up, online resources. There are a proverbial ton of them. Uh, I'm going to go through a few and hopefully can give you guys some resources. The first one I'm going to talk about is YouTube. I mean, YouTube is a wealth of knowledge if you're if you just start looking. Um, I know I'm subscribed to hundreds and hundreds of channels and and my advice would be subscribe to more than less uh, uh, in terms of number of channels if you're gonna do the YouTube route because although my feed, is pretty packed every day and there's no way i can watch everything that shows up in my feed you never know when somebody's going to put a video out that you find interest in or that you know there's guys i watch every video there's guys i watch only a few but i'm always subscribed because if there's something that oh wow that that's really cool i want to go watch that or learn something from that or, or i've never seen that if, based on the thumbnail etc that just always makes me, um, gives me the ability to learn more. So YouTube is an absolutely fantastic, <laughs> just uh, treasure trove of information out there. So many guys that know so much about all this stuff, or they specialize in different sets, and they'll do videos about it. And I'm telling you, it, it's a great place to go. Obviously, podcasts and things, there, there's guys out there. There's not really a ton of podcasts. There's way more, way, way, way more on the YouTube uh, platform than there is in podcast form. But I do get all the time that people learn a lot from my podcast. So grateful to you guys that, that do get something out of it. And I really appreciate that. Next up is forums. Now, this can be a mixed bag because some people in the forums are just crotchety old, you know, whatever, fuddy-duddies. But you know, forums can be a great source of knowledge. And there are two primary forums that I participate in and am a part of. The first one is Blowout. Uh, it's blowoutforums.com. And all of these things that I reference, if you're listening on podcasts, go to Google, put in what I'm saying, and, you know, then you can find it probably very easily. But Blowout Cards, uh, or Blowout Forums, I should say, which is an offshoot of Blowout Cards, the the uh, card seller. They have an incredibly well-traveled uh, forum in terms of number of people. There's tons and tons of folks on there. They have all kinds of different categories, every sport, uh, vintage, modern, you name it. They have buy, sell, trade. They show guys open in boxes and, and case breaks in terms of maybe not necessarily showing the actual, they'll show the cards that they got and talk about good product, bad product, you know, um, you name it. it. It's on blowout. 
again, I would take everything with a grain of salt because it's very easy to be a cardboard, you know, or cardboard <laughs> keyboard warrior and be on there. And, you know, you can pretty, nobody checks what you're saying is my point. There's nobody going, yeah, that's, that's the dumbest thing ever. Well, the people do say that, but they, they don't correct people a whole lot, uh, especially if it's a unique thing. So just be careful about that. Uh, next, this is where I would tell you if you're a vintage guy and you're, if you're not a part of net 54, then you are missing out because net 54 baseball.com is again, a just wealth of knowledge here. You've got, this is the guys that are the old school guys are on net 54. And when you, the net net 54 usually has a, uh, like a meet and greet at the national every year. And I've been several times and yeah, it's a lot of older guys that have been doing this a really long time. And, and so you're, you're getting that experience and that hobby knowledge and there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. They have a buy, sell trade. They have just stuff you can learn about. Another cool thing they have on their site is a link to an old magazine called old cardboard. And when you click on that link, there's actually an auction and show calendar there, which is great. So you can look ahead at what shows are coming up, uh, maybe in your area, uh, bigger shows, online auctions. If that's your thing or you want to get into that, there's a list of all of them and, and the dates and when they start, when they end and links to the websites where you can go directly there and, and get the information straight up. So that is a great resource as well. Then, uh, so that's that's the two forums that I use. And again, those can be just great resources. Get on there, start digging around, use the search function if you're looking for something specific. It's likely that somebody's talked about it before. And so go find out. All right, next up are two just online resources uh, that are great. The first one is the Cardboard Connection and it's cardboardconnection.com. What I use this for mainly is, you know, checking out new product releases. You can look up all kinds of different sets and learn about them. What I don't like about Cardboard Connection is it's kind of hard to find stuff. It's not super easy to maneuver and get around in. But this will give you kind of, if you want up-to-date stuff on what's going on and when products are being, there's a release calendar here, all kinds of stuff that, if you're kind of wanting to be up to date on products, this is the place to go. Uh, it's a great resource. There is a lot of great information about different sets. If you're looking at a specific year, gives you checklists, gives you pack odds, uh, all kinds of you know information there. So this is definitely some place a place that I go quite a bit because I do look at you know what's coming out and especially on products that I'm interested in. And it's just a cool place. Another place to go. The next one is what I use really when I have a something I want to learn more. Or I want to get a second, a second piece of knowledge or a second look through a second lens on a certain set or whatever. I go to baseballcardpedia.com. This is a great resource. Uh, golly, I, I had a, a friend of mine, Huck, Huck Sports Cards, and 
he had some questions about SSPC sets and very familiar with them. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't want to say something wrong. Let me go look at the research that's been done. And so you can go up to the search bar and I literally typed in SSPC and learned all about the company and how it came about. In fact, by doing this, I learned even more stuff about SSPC, just adding to that bank of knowledge all the time, wanting to learn uh, more and more throughout my career here in cardboard. So learned about that. What's great is if you want to learn about any set, you just click over here, all sets by year, or all sets by name, and it will just start throwing them out there. If you want to know all about, you know, 1960 tops, here it is, 1960 tops. And it gives you a checklist and all kinds of stuff. Uh, there was a set I had to learn about recently, 1961 uh, 7-Eleven. It's not on here. So this isn't completely exclusive. I can't remember where I found the 7-Eleven stuff, but Fleer Baseball Greats it tells you a description. Hey, this is a, a 154 card set released in two series, yada, yada, yada. So it is another, again, great resource to find out all kinds of different stuff about sets. Um, yeah, just play. It's so much fun to go through this stuff. The last resource that I want to give you guys is there's publications out there that will, most of it's gone online. I mean, a lot of publications have moved digital and no doubt, but Sports Collectors Digest is, is a great one. They have all kinds of latest news. Like if you want to keep up to date on what's going on in the hobby, they do a really great job of putting stuff out there. They have a section called Collecting 101, where you can go in and just, there's all kinds of great articles about learning stuff about the, the hobby. They also have an auction and show calendar on their website. So that's another resource if you don't want to use old cardboard or whatever. Again, multiple places. No, no one resource is perfect, right? You're, you're talking about um, so many different things. That, can, that are available to us, my advice is to go out, find something that works for you, some method that you like to learn. Some of us are visual learners. Some of us love to read, etc. I, I kind of like all of it. And, and most people can kind of do all of it. So find something that you like and just start learning. That is my best piece of advice about that. So Man, I, I know I went through a lot really, really quick there, but I thought it was important to do a video like this and, and get this out to you guys so you can have it and uh, just kind of a, a, a bonus episode of Golden Age of Cardboard, short, sweet, and hopefully to the point. Let me know what you guys think down below. I appreciate you guys watching, as always, listening out there. Have a great one and keep collecting.